Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. How are you today? Everybody good? All right, let's see who is anybody who is new with us today. Uh, ah, well, not quite new, but also new. Uh, new, old, old, but new. <laughs> yes. Say hello to Val. Yeah. Tell us your, your name. <laughs> I already called her. Hello, I'm Val. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, so where's, where's our other bell? Oh, our other bell, you're lucky. The other bell went beat up people. <laughs> Go for the jo dojo, I think. Is it? Go for dojo? I think so, huh? Yeah. So how have you been, well? <clears throat> uh, good, but not so good. So coming back to classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You are all always welcome. <clears throat> yeah, the Buddha Dharma is always here. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so uh, I think Val uh, from way back in Kuomintang. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's at least six years back, huh? Six maybe even longer because towards the end you you MIA once in a while already. <laughs> uh, good to good to see you uh, back in class. <clears throat> so today's topic, let me see if, uh, anybody else who is new. Uh, nope, everybody is accounted for. Okay, so today's topic, uh, forgiving oneself and others. Yeah, forgiving oneself and others. As I was preparing for the topic, I was thinking, actually we covered this topic before. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think uh, we should cover this topic again. Yeah, because I think this is, this is something that can give us a lot of peace and can also rob us of our peace. If we can do it, then we can have peace. If we cannot do it, then we lose our peace. And in a way, it's an extension of the previous week's topic on the four, uh, the last week was on four immeasurables, right? Yeah. So uh, forgiving ourselves is a way of having compassion for ourselves. Forgiving others is a way of having compassion for others. So let's find out. So first off, um, there are um, three suttas that I thought of that uh, may, be, may be somewhat linked to what we are uh, looking at today. Uh, there are many other suttas, huh? but this, these are the three I can think of. Uh, so one of them is, is the famous one uh, from Danguttara Nikaya, uh, where the Buddha uh, uh, talked about um, how we can 
remove uh, grudges. Yeah. Oh. So if you have a grudge against others, then or some, I would say it applies to um, the person doing something to, that has harmed us before. And so maybe we cannot forget, you know. Yeah. So we keep thinking about that person and what that person has done. So the Buddha advised um, five, five steps, yeah, how we can actually overcome it. Yeah. So the first, the first two is quite straightforward. Yeah. The first two is having loving kindness and loving compassion, having compassion for that person. Yeah. So, uh, but Buddha uh, positioned it this way. First, you develop loving kindness for that person. And in this way, you may be able to remove the grudge you have for that person. Different translators translate it differently. Yeah? So when you look for the sutta, you may not find the exact match of grudge. But the one that I saw was grudge. Huh? So, but the Buddha, very interestingly, he said, uh, or it may not work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because you practice loving kindness, maybe it doesn't work. Uh, and I, I think this is something, a salient point to highlight. Um, because sometimes as we learn the Dharma, we may end up thinking that the Dharma is a panacea, you know, it's the magic bullet that can solve all our problems, <laughs> you know, yeah, like now we've got problems, then we come back to our class, it maybe cannot solve, you know, <laughs> then how? Uh, so the Buddha says, maybe it can work, maybe it cannot work. And if it cannot work, maybe you can try uh, practicing compassion. Uh, practicing compassion. Uh, maybe this may work. Uh, maybe I should, uh, let me try and pull out the sutta for you. Uh, otherwise, you all have no hit, no tail. Some of you may be familiar with, the, with this particular sutta because you have heard me mention it so many times. So give me a second. Let me just pull it up here. Um, I hope it's the right one. Ah, okay. So uh, let me see. Uh. So the same sutra, the one I saw was translated by Venerable, uh, I think was Venerable Bhikkhu Bodhi. Uh, it's an anthology, the one that I read last time. It was named Grudges. And then uh, Venerable Nyanamoli, uh, he translated as removing annoyance. Venerable Panisaro Bhikkhu, he translates as subduing hatred. Uh, so they all translate slightly differently. Oh. So uh, let me just go for annoyance first. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so the first one, so there are five ways of removing annoyance. Yeah, okay. So the first one I mentioned, loving kindness, second is compassion. Yeah, so uh, then the third one is equanimity. Uh, the third one is not, uh, if you go by the four immeasurables, the third one should be appreciative joy, right? Uh, but the Buddha skipped that one. Ah, very interesting. The Buddha skipped that. Yeah. So, um, sometimes I think about it. Uh, why did the Buddha skip that? And then, maybe it makes sense. Uh, if you already have annoyance, how to appreciate, how to have joy for that person? <laughs> 
will be a bit difficult. Yeah. So the, the third one here is uh, equanimity. Yeah. Unlooking equanimity can be maintained in being toward a person with whom you are annoyed. This too is how annoyance with him can be removed. Yeah. Uh, so there are different methods. The third one is equanimity. So, so that's to say, don't, don't, uh, don't look at the person, you know, uh, and then have a kind of uh, imbalanced reaction. Yeah. Uh, just as this person, likewise the other person. Yeah. And as I mentioned last week, um, at the end of the day, it's about how we are attached to ourselves. That's why we cannot be economists. We are affected by people, by environment, by all kinds of things. And how does it affect us? It affects us by, um, by the way we experience. Maybe it's uh, an agreeable experience. Maybe it's a disagreeable experience. Maybe it's a neither agreeable or disagreeable experience. Yeah. Uh, and from all this, then we we have our likes, dislike, and um, oblivion. Yeah. So true equanimity is to overcome this, overcome how we experience things. Overcome doesn't mean you don't experience. Overcome means whether the experience is pleasant or unpleasant, you learn to appreciate it differently. You don't hold on to that experience and, and then, <laughs> yeah, and, and hold it with your dear life. And, oh, this person upset me. Ah, yeah. 10 years later, ah, 20 years later, ah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, it's like the dog poo story. Yeah. Have you all heard the dog poo story? I think most of you have heard before. Huh? How many of you have not heard before? Raise your hand. Uh, the new students have heard that. Uh, Phyllis, Christine, Mikael. Three of you. Uh, uh, and then Choi Kwan, haven't heard before. Hey, Choi Kwan, you attended Ha Sutra before? Eh, how come you never oh, forget? <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe later on, okay? Later, uh, if we have enough time, I tell you all the dog pool story. Yeah, so. Now, if you can practice this equanimity, then you can overcome it. Yeah. So if you can be equanimous in terms of your uh, of your feelings, your experience of people, events, and things, uh, then with respect to the past, with respect to the future or present, you can you can be okay. And if you can be okay in that way, then towards an individual, you can be equanimous. And if you are equanimous, then no more annoyance. <laughs> Very, quite straightforward in a way. Yeah. But maybe that doesn't work. So how? Hmm. So the fourth one is very interesting. Fourth one is uh, two parts. There are two parts to the fourth one. The first part of the fourth one is don't go and look at the person. Yeah. You all notice that when we don't like a person, yeah, we like to look at that person. <laughs> If you like the person, it's understandable that we will pay attention to that person. But then when we don't like a person, 
we also pay attention to that person, you know. Mm. Whatever the person say, whatever the person do or don't do, wow, it's very glaring to us. They will keep on saying, hey, how come this person, you see, like that again, ah, like that again. Yeah. You know why, Sifu? Maybe you, you, you may think, hey, how come Sifu is able to articulate it so well? Huh? Oh, I'll give so much detail. You know why? Because sometimes Sifu is like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it takes a thief to catch a thief, you know. So it takes a person who is unenlightened to know how it's like to be unenlightened. <laughs> uh, it takes a person who has defilements to know how it's like to have defilements. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So this part is very interesting. Now, the, the first part, don't go and pay attention to that person. Yeah, but cannot be helped, no. Wow, our 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 attention is just wait, wait this person huh, huh. but now the buddha advised us try i oh, try don't go and pay attention but you think that's enough no not enough you don't pay attention that's one thing you will think of that person <laughs> uh, if you can stop thinking of that person then maybe you can you know let the thing settle, settle down. Yeah, settle down. So that's the fourth way. But maybe you cannot be successful. Even if you don't uh, pay attention to that person and you don't think of that person, you're still, you, you're still affected. Then how? Mm. So the last line is about karma. About uh, whenever I cite this sutta, I always want to highlight this is not about saying you watch out. Huh? You watch out. You harm me before. Huh? In future, you will get your just desserts. <laughs> uh, karma will come after you. <laughs> uh, this is not the way, okay? So the Buddha advice, we should reflect in this way. Owners of deeds in a person with whom you are not can be concentrated thus. So, this good person is owner of his deeds. Ah, so must think of this person as a good person. <laughs> well, this is quite tough. Huh? So for a start, just read. Huh? Just read. Huh? Don't mean it, also read. Never mind, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Heir to his deeds. His deeds are the womb from which he is born. His deeds are his kin for whom he is responsible. His deeds are his refuge. He is heir to his deeds be they good or bad. Yeah, this too is how annoyance with him can be removed. Uh, so these are the five ways of removing annoyance by which annoyance can be entirely removed in a bhikkhu when it arises in him. Yeah, so five approaches. So maybe you have a grudge, you have an annoyance with someone, you're unhappy with someone. Yeah? So you can remove in this way. And as this is worked on, uh, then easier for us to forgive the person. Uh, um, the other sutta, but so so this is about other people. Later we will address the part about forgiving ourselves. Okay, so slowly, uh, slowly, step by step. I start on this because I think this is comparatively easier. Uh, easier. Of course, for those who who don't um, who who is not um, having a hard time forgiving yourself, 
you may feel that forgiving others is harder. No? But uh, if we have done something that we cannot forgive ourselves, I think that's a very tough thing. Yeah, that's a very tough thing. Um, so let's, let's come back to huh? second sutta. So there's this other sutta where the Buddha... <clears throat> So here, this one is about removing the uh, how you feel towards that person. Okay. Then another sutta is the, where the Buddha say, um, I think that's from the Dhammapada. Yeah, the Buddha says, whoever and have this kind of thought, he in the past hurt me, he in the past harmed me. Yeah, the Buddha say such a person will not have peace. Such a person will, will be unhappy, will always be disturbed, yeah, agitated. Mm. So these two suttas are in a way dealing with the same thing, but from different angles. Yeah, the first sutta is about how you feel towards that person. This second sutta is telling you the consequences. Yeah. If you keep on entertaining this kind of thoughts, what are the consequences? Ah, the Buddha is very skillful. Huh? Go from different angles. Yeah. So here is going from another angle. They are telling you the consequences if you keep on holding on to these thoughts. Yeah. When we cannot forgive a person, then we cannot think of what the person has done, what the person has done, and as a result has harmed us, right? Uh, so in this way, then does it mean that we don't know the consequences? Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't know. But sometimes, even though we know, we still want to, <laughs> to be angry, you know? Yeah. Sometimes our friends tell us, or maybe even Sufu tell you, <laughs> ask yourself, whatever is done, is done. So you get upset with the person, what do you want to do? I, I have a counseled a couple uh, who, is, uh, who has some issue. I, I, when I say some issue, it's trivializing it. Uh big issue and so at some point i asked the i asked one of them i asked the wife like so what, what do you want to do you want to destroy him are you then satisfied so he she actually is like um say with much certainty yes oh um i know the two of them you know and in my mind it really pains me to hear that. Not because, oh, this friend of mine might become hurt, but it pains me that this other person who is also my friend is holding on to so much pain. Yeah. She, you know, for anyone to say that must have gone through a lot of pain. Yeah. So sometimes some words, huh, although correct, cannot be said by certain individuals. For example, if A harmed B, A cannot go and tell B, uh, hey, you never learned Buddha's teaching. Uh, huh? <laughs> huh? You continue to keep on thinking, I harm you this, I said this, you will not have peace. Cannot. Yeah? Such words cannot be said by the perpetrator of harm. Okay? I would even say, even though I'm a third party, uh, I'm not involved in, at all, I am the mediator in a way, yeah, I'm trying to counsel them. Even for me to say, um, 
it's not easy, you know. Yeah, it's not easy. Easy to say, but hard for them to then act on it. Who am I to tell you your hurt should be put aside? I can say it, but is it easy? No, it's not easy. Then can, can I then say, no, la, yeah, you're suffering already. But as long as that person don't recognize that the cause of not forgiving the other person is more harm to themselves, yeah, based um, on top of what harm you have received. Until that person realizes this, there's no peace. And the person will continue to want to inflict harm, inflict pain yeah, towards the other person. Yeah. Uh, I think in the past, I would try to tell a person, no, you should stop this. But these days, I hesitate to do this. Not because I think it's right for them to continue to want to take, take revenge or, or to, you know, be, be angry but I, I these days I start to feel that if I simply just go in and say no you should just forgive the person I, I think people will feel trivialized you know it's like you think it, you, you come and experience it <laughs> you know I can imagine the person in my mind maybe they don't say it because so out of respect they don't say this but in their mind they may be looking at me like you have no idea what I've gone through, you know. You know how much pain and agony over how long a period of time. Who are you to kind of tell me that it's okay? Who are you to tell me that? And perhaps when someone has been hurt enough, they may feel justified to have both persons suffer. And maybe that's, that is at that point in time what they think is the only recourse. That at least you suffer with me. Why should I suffer alone? You know? But if we take a step back and look at this statement, I want you to suffer with me. Why should I suffer alone? There's a lot of suffering involved, you know? Usually when we hear this, we, we feel like, wow, what a vengeful, spiteful person. But no, no, it's actually this, it's, the person is asking, screaming for help. No, it's, it's all about suffering. <laughs> yeah, it's all about suffering, you know. Yeah. Is there another way? Instead of two persons suffering or one person suffering, why not nobody suffer? You know? Why must it be either I suffer alone or we suffer together? Why can't it be let's not suffer at all? Again, easier said than done. But I must still say this. You know, I always tell people, I'm saying the easy thing. Yeah, I just, the talk is cheap. I, that's what I'm doing. Talk, talk only. Huh? Uh, I, I it feels like as if we are just talking about the ideal situation. Yeah, of course, like if I don't talk about ideal situation once in a while, then how? <laughs> Someone must talk about ideal situation, right? 
like imagine if now your house is on fire okay and it's it started because the neighbor's son accidentally played fire and then set your house on fire so what do you want to do put out your fire put out your house that is on fire or put out the fire in your house <laughs> i better don't be a firefighter <laughs> yeah not that's not even a fire and i cannot even <laughs> make a proper sentence <laughs> yeah or do you want to set your neighbor's house on fire then you're satisfied hey but my house is really burned you know you know how many things are already burned and as we speak continue to burn my sofa gone no you know how nice that sofa is no it's now burning you see burn no burn no yeah and all my photos you see the wall everything burn no yeah i must at least burn his living room <laughs> and while you are burning his living room now your bedroom is also burned and by the time you if let's say i mean like if you express our emotional states as literal fire right that's what we are trying to do you know to to hurt the other person yeah then set the person's house on fire never mind that in real life the police and firefighters will be locking you up first huh? <laughs> yeah but let's assume that the proverbial policeman and fireman is not there and you manage to set the other person's house on fire without trying to put out your own fire what will happen in the end everything will be burned to a crisp that's all that will happen if you are successful does that then bring back all the things you cherish in your house it doesn't in fact you may end up losing more as i said because by the time you realize your house is on fire maybe only part of the house but instead of putting in your effort to put out the fire you're going to set fire on the other person's house your house is going to continue to burn and you end up letting your whole house burn Let me suggest a not so enlightened approach. <laughs> uh, a, a rather, if I may say so, worldly approach. If you're going to set fire on people's house uh, for, for, for clarity, you know, and in case any, any civil servants come and watch this, they may be mistaken thinking that I'm encouraging arson. This is a metaphor, okay? Whoever watched this, this is a metaphor. We are not setting anybody's house on fire. Okay, in, in no uncertain terms, we are not doing that, okay? But in case, in the proverbial sense, in the metaphorical sense, allegorical sense, you are like hell-bent on setting the other person's house on fire. At least do yourself a favor. Put out your own fire first. Ah, I mean, it makes more sense, right? If you're going to want to hurt people, at least save yourself first. Ah. And make sure before you set fire on the other side, make sure you wear protective gear. Okay? Uh, then you can go and... Yeah. Chances are, after you put up fire on your side and you wear all the protective gear, maybe, maybe, I'm hoping, <laughs> maybe you may think twice about setting fire on other people. Because when you look at the damages that is done after putting out all the fire, you must still ask yourself, even then, if you put out, put 
set fire on the other person's house. Whatever is burnt is burnt already. Yeah. Hmm. But let's say you, you go ahead and do it. Let's just look at all the different things. And then we go and set fire. So then what happened? The other person's house on fire, right? Now the other person also, maybe that person listened to Sifu's Dhamma talk, right? Then put out his fire. Then come and set fire on your house again. <laughs> then, ah, Chinese have a saying for this. Yuan Yuan Xiang Bao. Alvin. Alvin, Yuan Yuan Xiang Bao. Then, Alvin. Alvin, Alvin Chan. <laughs> You're supposed to refer, follow the se second part. Well, my Chinese not so power. Anyone, anyone. Very good. Don't, don't, I'm sorry, Alvin. I didn't mean to put you on a, in a spot. Uh. I thought this is something that we watch in many TV series, movies. Uh. <laughs> so you can see Whoever is watching this or you all who are present, you see that my talks are never orchestrated. One. <laughs> so you all, will, you all never know when I'll call you out and ask you to <laughs> finish an idiom. <laughs> for the, for the, our, our more friends, I'll give you the translation, okay? Yuan Yuan Xiang Bao. Yeah, so grudge, grudge, mutually inflict. I'll give you the literal translation. It sounds very funny. Right? Yeah. Grudge, grudge on grudge, you inflict on each other. Yeah. Or you inflict mutual inflict infliction because of grudges upon grudges. When will this end? Yeah. Today you set fire on his house. Tomorrow he set fire on your house. Then, then what happened? Then the budget for the firefighters go up. Lah. But um, jokes aside, uh, uh, I've I've sat down on sat down with too many couples. Yeah, I've sat down with too many couples, and one question I often ask them is, "Do you remember how it's like when you first met each other?" Yeah, what happened to that? love you all have for each other yeah and i I'm, i say this because this is really a question that we should ask ourselves right yeah and to me this applies to all of you who are in a relationship as well yeah I'm not not cursing you okay <laughs> yeah but um whether the love or feelings for one another go this way or that way it depends on what we put into this garden of love do you put in ambiguity do you put in uh, seeds of doubts do you put in uh, words of nice you know hurtful snide com comments do you put in um, or do you put in attention to how the other person feel yeah, depending on what you put in then eventually it goes this way or it goes that way 
it definitely didn't just go overnight from, oh, I love you, you love me, let's get married, to suddenly let's get divorced. Yeah. But today's topic is not just about couples, or not just about couples. So the third, the third sutta I want to share with you is, um, so in case if we decide I want, we want to forgive the other person, then what can we do? The Buddha gave men, you know, just now how to remove grudges is one of them, right? But there's something that is even more tangible that the Buddha actually suggested, yeah, or, or taught us. Yeah, so there are two parts to it. One is uh, to, to give gifts to that person that you have grudges towards. Ah, very interesting. Huh? You, have, you have grudges towards that person, you give gifts towards that person. You help to soften that person's heart and your heart. Chances are if you have grudge against that person, the person in all likelihood will not be so happy with you also. But sometimes not so easy, huh? not so easy. And in case if that person offer you something, that means the person actually extend a hand. Yeah. Come on, let's let's bury the hatchet. Let's be friends. Yeah. We should be gracious and accept it. Huh? Uh, so after this talk, any of you want to give me any gifts? Yeah, I accept lunch, Dana. <laughs> oh, later, later I receive a lot of gifts, then I know oh, I have so many people is not happy with me. <laughs> oh no, is that why I get so many lunch, Dana, all this while? <laughs> oh, some of them even do it weekly. I still have grudge towards the food. I must offer him more, more, more food. <laughs> so these are the three suttas I want to share. The last one is particularly interesting. Yeah. Because it also, if you look at it in the reverse way, right, then we can tell whether we have grudge towards someone. When people offer us food, offer us something, whatever it is, you know, like sometimes colleagues go overseas, then they, I mean, now nobody go overseas, huh? but when they go overseas and then they buy back some goodies, you know, like some sweets or what, ah, do we readily accept it or do we hesitate? And when we say we hesitate, easy for us to come up with all kinds of excuses. Oh, no, la, that, that, I, I don't like sweets. If it's your favorite colleague, that friend get you solid bag of sugar, you also accept. <laughs> You'll find some use for it. I can assure you. <laughs> yeah. Like for example, if Shifu offer you a bag of sugar, wouldn't you accept it? Say yes. Say. <laughs> what, what a dictator monk. <laughs> uh. Then later, all of you reject. Sorry, your gift of sugar has been rejected. <laughs> so, so this sutta, you know, you can you can learn from two ways. Huh? One is what you can do. The other one is from how you behave towards others. You can check yourself. Yeah, are you having something mm, not so nice towards one another? Uh, towards one another. Oh. So, okay, first part of the talk is over. 
but we don't have intermission. Sifu don't believe in intermission. Just continue. Second part is forgiving ourselves. Oh, wait, let me see. Uh, Li Ying has been writing uh, quite a bit of things. That was what? Oh, this one is a bit oh, sensitive. Uh. <laughs> I almost read it out. But uh, uh, the first line, <laughs> should I read? Uh? Uh, don't, don't read. Uh. The first line better to read uh, because can be a bit, can be seen in a negative light. Yeah. Uh, as much as I don't subscribe to other religion and towards some specific extremists in some religion, I openly say, please don't do that. But I, I don't, I don't think it's nice for us to, uh, <laughs> to bring up certain things like our displeasure about this group or that that group lah. Huh? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to just filter off some. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, Albert says, so Sifu, does bad evil people really exist or just people with more or less pain suffering? Uh, hmm. Well, we can say that bad people do exist. But in, in Buddhism, we say that they are not inherently bad. They are bad because of conditions and circumstances. Yeah, Given the right conditions, as long as you're not enlightened, you can be bad also. Yeah, ah, you can be bad also. And here I'm not even talking about how people interpret our actions. Okay, yeah, we can genuinely do bad things. Yeah, given the right conditions. What are the conditions? When we are blinded by our ego, for example, blinded by greed, hatred, and delusion, blinded by desire, yeah, blinded by uh, all the different kind of negative mental states yeah, then we may at that moment act in a bad way act in a way that most people on the street will say oh that's very evil you know ah. so um, in that way we can say those who have done evil things or people say oh that's a bad, bad person uh, in buddhism we say yes but it's still dependent on conditions. The person is not inherently bad. And I would go one step further to say, uh, in that sense, even Adolf Hitler is not inherently bad. Yeah. I'm not saying he's good. Huh? <laughs> I'm not saying genocide is right. Huh? I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are circumstances and reasons. It doesn't justify it, but it can help us understand and by understanding, try to prevent such things from happening. Yeah. Oh, so this is not about saying it's right. And the same goes for forgiveness. Again, I repeat this. Forgiveness is not saying that that person is right, whether it's forgiving others or ourselves. Forgiveness is about recognizing that, that there was wrong. And further recognizing that not forgiving doesn't right the wrong. It just makes our today and tomorrow wrong as well. We deserve a right day, a peaceful day. We deserve that. Don't let our past, whether it's wronged by others or ourselves, continue to taint our present and our future. But I don't say that we should just 
frivolously forgive, especially towards ourselves. Like if a person today do stupid things, tomorrow still do stupid things, sometimes it may be harder for us to forgive that person. Huh? Uh, you forgive, then slap you again. Forgive, slap again. <laughs> yeah. Should you still forgive? You should not just forgive. You should forgive and run. <laughs> Don't forgive and stay there and let the person slap you up. Yeah, where you can. Yeah, if you cannot call social service, call family service. Yeah, uh, or call Sifu. Sifu has Taekwondo almost black belt. Almost. Oh, almost. Yeah, I managed to injure a black belter not because I'm good, but because I was not good. <laughs> cannot control myself. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, not suggesting violence as a solution, okay? Uh, otherwise, <laughs> this talk is going all over the place. <clears throat> yeah, so um, back to Albert's question. So badness or evenness is dependent on conditions. Yeah, and what are the conditions? Part of it is pain and suffering. Yeah. Now, th this is a, a part which, is, which probably need a bit of reflection. Um, it's easy to see when someone is crying to say, oh, this person is having pain. This person is having suffering. Hard to, to feel the person's pain or suffering when you clearly see the person haught, being haughty, lording over others and abusing his or her power and you know, doing things that directly hurt others. Hard to see that there's pain or suffering there. But ask yourself, think of the last time you have a, a bit of a meltdown, yeah, uh, where you lost your cool and you blasted at people verbally. Let's not have to go to the physically blast out, okay? Let's just say verbally. Or maybe sometimes we physically uh, express our frustration or anger by slamming the door. Maybe we don't slam people against the wall. Okay, but we slam the door and maybe when we, you know, pull the table or chair, you know, a bit rougher than usual. Ask yourself, do we do that on a good day or a bad day? Probably on a bad day, right? If you wake up in the morning on Sunday, all things going smoothly, yeah, <clears throat> And then you know that Sunday you are having your favorite activity, <laughs> the SGC. <laughs> this is called Lao Wang Mai Gua Zi Mai Zi Kua. <laughs> Later I explain to you what that is. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, would you then decide mm, I'm going to attend SGC and <laughs> lose my temper? <laughs> you wouldn't, what? Right? Uh, but. If Sifu asks you to follow up on an idiom and you cannot make it, <laughs> Alvin steady, Alvin steady, yeah, Alvin cool, cool as a cucumber. Eh? Alvin disappeared. <laughs> yeah, so if you think about it, right, just as we become more aggressive verbally or physically, only when we are agitated. And when we are agitated, are we happy? No. When we are angry, are we happy? No. Are we suffering when we are angry? Actually, we are. 
It's just that when we are angry, we cannot see that we are suffering. We, it's not easy. I don't say we cannot, but not easy to see that. And harder to see that people are suffering when they are angry and you are on the receiving end of that person's verbal diarrhea. Harder to see the person suffering. Yeah. But if we if we truly practice loving kindness and compassion, then we are more attuned to people's suffering. Then when you see the person behaving in a way that is maybe rather curt, maybe even aggressive, you see suffering instead of seeing your own suffering. Instead of just saying, oh, this person hurt me. Huh? This person uh, said those things, embarrassed me. Uh, this person insulted me. This person took my, my role in the company and whatever. Okay. All we see is our suffering. Yeah. But if we practice loving kindness and compassion regularly, regularly, then we are more attuned to seeing the other person's suffering. I say this not because I'm so good. Huh? <laughs> occasionally, yeah, only occasionally. You can ask those students who have been learning from me. Only occasionally. Occasionally, something go wrong in my mind, then I can see people suffering. <laughs> my normal days, I cannot see. I can only talk. <laughs> don't, don't be mistaken. Huh? Uh, I can only talk. Yeah. But why can I talk about this? Uh, because besides the normal days where I don't see, and besides the days where something go wrong and I see, uh, there are days where nothing is going on, then I think about it. Uh, maybe we can say reflect on it, uh, contemplate maybe a bit. Then I see, oh, I have a problem. <laughs> I don't see. Yeah. Also don't be mistaken, oh, ah, Sifu is such a cultivator. No, I'm not. I'm cur if I can be called cultivator, I'm a lousy cultivator, very lousy one. That's why I become, I choose to take this path now because I know I'm lousy. Not like you all, you all are so confident, you know? <laughs> you are so confident of yourself. <laughs> like imagine, imagine, okay, imagine, now you have to go and jump out of the building. I'm not, sorry, not jump out of the building, jump out of a plane, okay, skydive, okay, skydive. And then you have a choice. Uh, you have a choice. Either just take the plane, wear the parachute and just jump or go for many ex many training. Yeah? Do it full time. Jump again and again and again and again. Yeah. So which one would you choose? Uh, what you are choosing is you all choose to just take the parachute and just take the plane. <laughs> uh, I know I cannot make it <laughs> So I choose this path. This path forced me to have to keep going for jumping. Uh, and have to go, go read a lot of manual, how to jump, how to pull the cord, when to pull, how to regulate my breathing, how to move my hand. Uh, like that, like that, I, don't, I don't spin. Uh, how do I turn? How do I balance? Uh, so yeah, because I'm not so good. <laughs> um, so in case if you all want the easier way out, uh, let me know. Uh, sign up. <laughs> Okay, Li Ying uh, say, oh, Li Ying, Li Ying said, okay, don't read this out or else later cannot persecute. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Okay, okay. So I don't read out the first. I suppose you are referring to the first one now. Okay, I don't read that one. Well, luckily today, something wrong here. I don't just read it out. Usually I just do, 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 I read out. Okay, but the second one can, I can read. Lah, huh? mm. Second one. But what if the person is a backstabber? Uh, backstabber. You know why it's a backstabber? Instead of scratch your back, they stab your back. <laughs> uh, behind your back, yeah, say things or do things. You think that backstabber basically, the key thing about backstabber is in front of you appear to be a friend. Uh, but behind, and actually enemy. Yeah? So personal experience observations in office politics. Oh yes, yeah. When I was in the corporate world, I was not a backstabber. I was a front stabber. <laughs> when I'm not happy with you, I will tell you in your face. <laughs> yeah, I will just tell you straight in your face. I, I even told my boss. <laughs> Those who were my bosses said some. <laughs> yeah, I even told my boss. Earlier in the meeting, you, you mentioned this and that. Please don't do that. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't backstab you by go in your face. Don't do that again, please. <laughs> uh, I, I'm quite polite also. I say, please don't do that again. Yeah. <clears throat> so what if the person is a backstabber? Okay, let's take a step back, okay? So that the person don't continue to stab us. <laughs> backstabber. What do you think backstabbers are trying to achieve? I think I think because they are of maybe because they see us as a, as a threat. Ah, so when people see a threat, are they in a calm state or not so calm state? Probably. Uh, uh, not so calm la. Not so calm Do uh. you think they feel at ease or not at ease? Not at ease uh, but it doesn't make sense uh. I mean, yeah. Uh, no. I mean, especially when you're very senior la. No, it, <laughs> especially what? I mean, especially if you're very senior, it especially doesn't make sense uh. The, oh. I mean, if the person is very senior, that doesn't really make sense because they are like ah. quite a number of levels above. Yeah. Mm, that's because you are thinking logically. <laughs> and that's because you are not the one who, is, who feels threatened. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I agree completely with you. It doesn't make sense. But I have seen people who are many levels above me who are who also do stupid things like this. I think maybe because you're very outstanding or you, or you really have, you're already a somebody that they feel that you have the potential to outclimb them. That's why. Like uh, I heard from older colleagues, they say one. Uh, uh, so, friends, <clears throat> so we can do, go, go in two ways. Uh. One way is to go the, uh, the Dharma way. You know? The Dharma way means uh, we try to understand the person is also feeling anxious, the person is suffering, and so on and so forth, uh, as we have gone through earlier. Yeah. And if you can appreciate that, then you can see that while we don't agree with the action, we don't say it's correct and it is unjustified, but we can understand why the person would act in that way. It still doesn't make it right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in terms of office politics, then it's no longer just about emotions. Or rather, it shouldn't be about emotions. Okay? Yeah. So this may come off sounding quite strange. Huh? My approach to uh, counseling people for work is always this. When you go to work, remember you are there to do one and one thing, get the job done. 
not suggesting that your office colleagues are all your enemies, but you shouldn't go in thinking that you're going to kindergarten to make friends. <laughs> oh, uh, this is my the cynical monk's view of work life. <laughs> okay. And that is why personally I appreciate the friends I managed to garner, the friendships that came my way. Because it's not a given. In primary school, in you know, in school, to have friends, that's almost like a given. And even then, maybe not so easy, right? Then much, much more at work. They are not obliged to be your friend. That's why you call them colleagues, right? And that's why only when they have proven themselves, only when they have gone beyond the call of duty as a colleague, that they actually look up for you beyond what is required for them. And you observe that over time, then you start to hang out outside of work and you start to share more of your personal life. And they likewise share their personal life. And then you become friends. And at some point, you will find that when you introduce your colleague to other friends, you will say, this is my best pal from work. Instead of saying, this is my colleague. And so to me, this is the defining moment where you know this is your friend, not just your colleague. But it's like... The fact that, sorry, the fact that this happens is because colleagues by default are not obliged to be your friend. Now, before, before, before I pass it over to you again, does it then mean that it is a granted that they should, they can and should backstep us? No, that's not being professional. So, yeah, and that's why my earlier statement, we need to remember to not put in our emotions in this aspect. When you get backstabbed, oftentimes we feel, feel betrayal and that's emotion, you know? And that's about emotions already. Of course, granted, cannot be helped. Lah. Cannot be helped, yeah. But once you get emotional about it, then oftentimes our judgment become clouded, you know? And you cannot see things clearly. Uh, oh. um, short of going into specifics, I would say, you know, the famous American saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Is that a fool me three times? <laughs> yeah. So at most, the person can backstab you once. Yeah. Then the next question is, do you, should you then do something about it? Hmm. Ah, so here, I want to wrap up this part about forgiveness or not forgiveness with one condensed story. This is a story of uh, a devotee who is a taxi driver. And by the time this happened, uh, or, or this came to my knowledge, this person has already um, gone through three or four rounds already. It started off with him receiving a, a call for a, 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 a taxi pickup. When he arrived, the, 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 the lady, happened to be Amor lady, <laughs> nothing against Amor, but I'm just telling it as it is. The Amor lady had flagged down another cab. And so when he stopped, he, he basically insisted that, hey, you called me, you should take my cab. 
So far, so good. Nothing wrong with that. But then, when the Amor lady, because the Amor lady already put the luggage into the other cab, so she asked him to help. She, he was not very willing to do it. Yeah. Because he was upset, like, hey, you call me, and then you still flag down another cab. Um, so far with me. At this point, all he has to do is, you know, just do what you're supposed to do. Get the luggage, put into your cab, set off, send the person to the destination, and be done with it. Right? Simple. He didn't. Uh, at this point, we can say that nothing much has really happened, really. There's no loss on his side. Not much of a loss, if any, on the lady's side also. But he didn't keep to that. He spent the, the trip ranting about how he, she shouldn't, you know, have uh, flagged down another cap. And then um, after that, the lady filed a complaint about his attitude. Like basically, who wants to take a ride and then get verbal diarrhea from the driver, right? Yeah. Not suggesting who is right and wrong, but this is what happened. Okay, so far so good. Very quickly, it escalated to a complaint. So the company, the cab company, you know, review it and then ask him to apologize. Yeah. To me, it's, it's as simple. Okay, apologize, be done with it, right? Yeah. I know some may feel like, well, that's not so unjustified. That's not so justified. Yeah. Like, just because I'm the driver doesn't mean I'm a cab driver doesn't mean that you can just, you know, like boss me around or, you know, things like that. Yes. But what is the cause for justice? Because this didn't end here. He, in order to exact justice on his own, because the cab company seemed to cite the customer, my customer is always right. I don't necessarily agree with that. But in this case, it's, it's hard to say who is really right and wrong. Huh? But the fact that he, he rented the along the trip, that is just bad service. So um, he, through the system, he called her using a public phone and then threatened her. Now it's no longer a simple thing as service, you know, bad service. She escalated to the police that she received a death threat. Yeah. And then police, Singapore is very good. Everything is locked. <laughs> Don't worry. Everything is locked. You call from a public phone, there is some CCTV pointing at you. Don't worry. You are, you are on candy camera. <laughs> so they trace, 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 trace. Oh, this guy. <laughs> call him in. So he went in. <laughs> At that point in time, the police wanted to help him, sort of, not help him, but the police look at it, say, she is saying she wants you to apologize. Now that she found it's you, she wants you to apologize, to write a statement that you did that and you apologize unequivocally and so on and so forth. And he will not, she will not press charges. What happened? You see, from the from the at, at the rock, root junction, it could have stopped there. 
he didn't stop there. Talk, 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 all the way until he's at the police station. And you know what? Sometimes when we watch movies, uh, you must know which country that movie is based on. <laughs> he must have watched one too many movies. He tells the police inspector, so are you going to charge me? If you're not going to charge me, I'm going back. Yeah, maybe in US you can see that. I don't know. Yeah, last I checked in US nowadays, people can also get charged for anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, unless you happen to be, I don't know, of a certain profile. <laughs> yeah, I, but I don't know enough about US politics or, you know, criminal cases. Yeah, but why would they say that in Singapore? <laughs> so, so, so he was charged with something. Yeah, I'm sure it's a justified thing to be charged. Yeah. And then he was, he was detained for one night. After that, he, he, the police then press further and he's basically back to square one. And all he has to do is, okay, fine. I'll sign the papers, be done with it. Yeah. Yes, there's a record, but that, that's, it didn't have to be here, you know. Do you think it end here? No, this one is Wu Shuo Nanyang Zi Feng Yu Tong Zhou. A lot of chapters, you know. Then, he, he decided to write an email, write to the police, write to MP, write to all over the place, and complain about the police inspector. <laughs> that was last I heard. I don't know whether he, yeah. And in the camp, I, I asked him, I said, like, how much do you earn in a day? And he said, average after rental, after gas and everything, about 100 a day. So I said, and not, not to look down on him, but last I checked, cab drivers don't really have a lot of money to you know, fight lawsuits. You know? So I asked him, out of this $100, how much do you intend to spend on your family? How much do you intend to spend on yourself? And how much do you intend to spend on your law case, lawsuit, if it's now that you have come to this stage? He said, I'm willing to throw in everything. I must, yeah, like he, he has this like X to grind. He has this like, I must have my justice. And I'm like, really? You're going to throw away everything? Because the $100 later, I told him, I said, it's like 100% of your life, you know. You have already lost some of your life to this whole thing. I don't say that you, you are totally wrong. I don't say that the, the other person is totally right. Let's assume that he experienced some injustice. My question is, if you, if you experience this much injustice, the amount of effort you put in to get back that justice, if you put in this much effort to get back the justice, that means you must get back this much justice, you know, because this will add up into the injustice, no? the cost to you to get back the, the justice is added to the injustice you have already experienced. A lot of people forget that, you know. And the worst thing is, many people end up losing even more than the injustice they had to begin with. I'm all for justice. Trust me. I'm so all for justice, I shouted at 
a captain when I was in NS. <laughs> I'm a, a person who, when I was much younger, I really don't tolerate nonsense, no, regardless of what you have up here. Three bar, so what? <laughs> I shouted at corporals, I shouted at sergeant, all the way to staff sergeant to captain. I'm very thankful that they are so kind and gracious to forgive me for my impudence, youthful impudence. Yeah, and um, and again, I say it's because I'm like that. That's why I'm telling you, don't be like that. <laughs> you may, you may not be as lucky as me to meet someone who will say, "I just want to teach you a lesson." Next time, uh, you don't know who you will meet. Yeah, I always remember when I was in Taiwan. I I also gave it to a staff sergeant. <laughs> Imagine you NS now, <laughs> you get a shot at a staff sergeant. So the staff sergeant insisted going through the procedure. And if you enacted the procedure, I'll be charged, you know. <laughs> yeah, and all likelihood, it may affect my entry into NTU. But when I got into the room in full, full, full uniform, and then, you know, hantaka keys, and then, oh, he gave me a good dressing now, half an hour, school me, school me, school me. Then he tell me, yeah, he tell me, I'm, I'm not going to charge you because I don't want to ruin your future. But I want you to really think carefully. Do you think what you, you have done is correct for you to just... <laughs> yeah, I'm so grateful to those individuals. I mean, honestly, if you turn it around, I don't know whether I'm, I'll be so forgiving, you know. I'm glad I met people who are so forgiving. So I, I hope by teaching more people to be forgiving, next life, in case I'm stupid again, uh, <laughs> the higher chance I meet them who are forgiving. <laughs> But back to the question, what price justice? So don't be mistaken thinking that, oh, Sifu is a coward, you know, just want people to uh, not fight, not fight. No, I don't, I don't subscribe to the Chinese saying, that whatever happens, harmony is the most important. I don't believe in that. Yeah. So it's not that I subscribe to that. So I'm saying, I just forgive, la, don't, don't fight. La. No, sometimes we should still put across our, our point. But you have to ask yourself, what are the consequences? And will you get back adequate justice for the effort you put in, plus the injustice you have gone through? Forgiveness doesn't make that person right. It doesn't, in many cases, even undo the injustice, but at least you don't suffer more. Let me talk more. I wish it would be that simple, but I know that it's not easy when you're on the receiving end. And especially when we are the one who who has done something that we find difficult to forgive ourselves. We have done it. We cannot undo what has been done. The one thing we can do is, before we forgive ourselves, put in determination to not do it again. And to me, this is an ongoing process. An ongoing process of making that firm determination that we don't do the same wrong again. 
to remind ourselves again and again of why it's wrong and why we are making this determination. And within that, perhaps one day, we may find forgiveness for ourselves. Uh, I will not uh, be addressing further comments. Now, I'd like to devote the last 15 minutes to a special guest I have for today. This is uh, a really uh, unorchestrated one. <clears throat> so please join me to welcome Henry, Henry Bay. Uh, Henry, uh, don't touch on, don't touch on. <laughs> okay, yeah. my, my mic is off now. Uh, uh, I'm with all four. Amitofo and uh, Namo Budaya uh, Bante yes. and yes. everybody else. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah, and this. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So I invited Henry in today, uh, because <clears throat> I have uh, come come across a few messages from different sources uh, of some good work that he's doing, and I thought I want to give some airtime to what he's. Uh, doing not just what he's doing, but previously he has actually <clears throat> uh, messaged me personally uh, and and shared with me some projects that he was doing. I know Henry from way back when he was at BF. Uh, I remember when I was uh, over at the Coming Sun, and then him and some of the others uh, came and visit me in the Buddhist, uh, or in the in Coming Sun, and then I think. Uh, perhaps also at the Buddhist library. Yeah, but it, too many years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I've been uh, and on and off here and there. Yeah, we have been, we have uh, uh, collaborated on different Dharma programs. And a few months back, I think, uh, he, he messaged me and shared with me the, the dire, dire situation that other countries are in. And he has actually asked whether, uh, whether there'll be possibility of chipping in to, to, to help out in some of the programs to get oxygen uh, concentrator, uh, to get, I think, masks and different things. Okay, I, the details, I leave it to him, okay? So, um, unfortunately, during that time, I must confess, okay? Uh, he's very patient. He messaged me, then I just dropped a line and say like, oh, uh, uh, I'll reply you later. Then later, that become never... <laughs> as many of you have experienced. Because sometimes uh, I reply, you know what happens sometimes? I reply to people in my mind. <laughs> oh, only to realize a few weeks later or a few months later, oh, I didn't, I didn't reply. The best thing is sometimes when I go to the chat, right, the text that I type is actually there. I just didn't press it. <laughs> so, um, despite all that, he was uh, very understanding um, and he shared with me the progress. Yeah. Um, but those projects has, uh, I think, come to an end, right? And in recent, recent past few weeks, uh, I received messages from uh, Karen, yeah, who is a close friend of Buddhist Library. Uh, and I think Henry has collaborated with the Buddhist Library recently uh, to to bring awareness to the project <clears throat> and it's the gist of it is to uh to to come up with some contribution to help out with the sri lankan situation uh, so uh i'm gonna hand over to henry to just share with you uh, a bit of an overview 
and then later on, if you have any thoughts or questions, you can ask. Okay, Henry, all yours. Thank you very much, uh, Venerable. Um, yeah, indeed, I know you've been very busy, but I also understand the intention, which is the most important of all. <laughs> so thank you very much. So now we meet again on this project. Yes. yes. Um, okay. Uh, I. Um, no, this is a this is a very difficult time as everybody you know, but yeah. we are fortunate in Singapore that uh, we're quite blessed, uh, relatively safe, and we get vaccines and, and all this. Uh, but in some other countries, they are facing not only a health issue but economic issue as well. So governments are digging the reserve and getting uh, at the bottom of the barrel, the scraping, you know. Yes. And um, for India, it's a big country, so I I began a project about three months back and the oxygen uh, concent uh, concentrators were delivered uh, July and uh, it's, most have been delivered. Some are still being delivered because now in, in uh, India, subcontinent, it's a rainy, uh, rainy season. Oh. Uh, so uh, the priority for my partners on the ground, which is IBC, International Buddhist Confederation, is to deliver these to the remote medical facilities in India, in the mountains and such. So, of course, uh, at this time, the rainy season, it becomes a bit more precarious than normally. So, it slowed down a bit now, but a good number has been uh, sent. And if any of you wish to uh, check out some of the progress report and the photograph, especially that I posted, it's on my Facebook. I, I'm not sure whether uh, you, you can access it, uh, but I, I made as many as possible uh, public. So, you can either view in or you, I can add you. Okay. Oh, sorry. Perhaps I can also ask the volunteers to copy this down. Oh, sorry. This is the wrong. <laughs> okay. Sorry. This is not. <laughs> this is oh. a doctor. This is a doctor in Sri Lanka that is coordinating that I'm supposed to add to my Facebook so he knows how to report back to me on the progress on the, uh, Sri Lanka. Okay. Okay. okay sorry. Yeah, scratch that. <laughs> uh, scratch that. You know. So if you get that, you get somebody in Sri Lanka instead. Hold on. Okay. Um, so. Okay, how, how do yeah, I, I was do like, this? How come your name changed to Kasun <laughs> Rambu Quela? Quela? Yeah, no, no, not, not quite. <laughs> this, this is a boo-boo in the... Okay. <laughs> it's like, is this some kind of like AI, you know, like actually <laughs> you are a Sri Lankan posing as Henry Bay. Uh, <laughs> the voiceover uh, is very good. <laughs> uh, very likely may pass live, you know, I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I will send mine again. I'm not sure okay. whether it can be done. Uh, okay. But so for those who, uh, one of the problems with this style eight is really uh, people want to know uh, where is it going, how is it being handled, and, and what, you know, is it a scam, and, and will the right people get it? So let me go down in order of, uh, of, of what I have. Uh, Do you have, uh, would you have, uh, anything that you would like to share screen to uh, if, oh, if you I, have okay if I, have. I the Facebook will show the photograph progress for India but uh. what I can do is I can uh, put on this chat the, the, the notes that I've written uh, for the appeal letter I've I written so I'm chatting you all can just like uh, multitask and take a look uh, basically okay just a quick uh, run through um, I did the India, just for, for confidence for you all, I did the India one uh, uh, just recently, and they were actually, uh, our partners on the ground was IBC, International Buddhist Confederation. I happened to be one of the 12 uh, uh, vice presidents because the Indians are very gracious. They want to include everybody, you know. 
So they, they had like eight presidents. <laughs> but my point really is they were doing a good job on the ground. So IBC chapter in Malaysia gave me the connection and asked me if I'm interested to bring to Singapore and for Singaporeans. And I thought it's something that I could not uh, walk away from because everything was arranged. The, the supply chain from China um, through this uh, Malaysian supplier who the doctors in IBC Malaysia are familiar with and dealt with, and the supply from China was reliable. Now, IBC Malaysia uh, in India did the uh, uh, delivery uh, and they paid for the delivery distribution within India. And uh, I, you can see our sticker. They asked me what sticker I want to use, but because I don't have a center, so I use a Singapore flag, yeah, which was good because it stands out the red and white really stands out, you know. Uh, but so what happened now is that uh, they have done a lot of distribution and they are well connected. Uh, if you look at IBC uh, link, uh, most of the Sangha Rajas are member or patrons of uh, of Supreme Council members of the IBC. So that Lama, Nick Tapan, and all this. So. He has good connections in India, and they even got a military, Indian army do the deliveries as well uh, in uh, India for the very remote areas. It's so remote that the local press in India took interest, and, and it was in the newspaper and prime time, prime time uh, uh, in the state of uh, Jammu Kashmir. <clears throat> and of course, many of the deliveries were to uh, Tibetan centers and medical centers. Uh, because they are all in remote area, hilly areas, you know, right. and they are not mainstream uh, Indian like New Delhi and so on. So, uh, so the Indian uh, project I'm, I finished and I updated all and uh, any new photographs I'll post it on my Facebook and whatever comes in, I will also send direct to all those donors who actually came to support. Um, okay, so now I, I will go straight into the um, talking about the latest I, I presume uh, some of you may know what oxy oxygen uh, concentrators are. Uh, yeah, that's the last one. That's me getting my shot. Okay. <laughs> that's nothing to do with this project. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's me doing my part. Okay. Uh, okay. This machine are, are special in the sense that it can replace uh, oxygen cylinders to some extent. For the very, very ill who cannot breathe at all, and the lungs are, are completely shot, it's because the virus will attack the lungs and pneumonia and so on will set in and they cannot breathe. So in that case, they need to put a tube down their throat and they use a ventilator, okay? Uh, but those who can go in, uh, can go in and can um, um, to hospitals or to centers, they, will, they, they are usually grasping for air. They can still breathe, but in great difficulty and pain. Uh, because they have their lungs apart, their lungs are already, you know, uh, out of action. So when they come in, they need to be put on oxygen, oxygen or on these uh, oxygen uh, concentrators um, to stabilize them. So the doctors can then work on them to, to give them medication and such. So it's a very vital, it's a very vital uh, piece of equipment. Um, and it, it does relieve suffering and it does can save uh, lives, you know. Uh, mm. Because this COVID is a is a strange disease, you know, it's like submarine, you know, stealth. And then you won't know you have it, suddenly it hits you and then you're in big trouble, you know, you cannot breathe. So right. these machines are very critical for life uh, saving. Now, mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I've been fortunate. The links I've sent, uh, okay, Sri Lanka, um, I, I received a request from the government to, they saw me deliver to India, right? So they asked whether I can help in Sri Lanka. So I offered 50 units first, but uh, now I'm coming up to my 150 unit. 
and uh, they need 250 actually because for the districts they have, it's strange that, you know, can you imagine a government asking a, a, a private individual for help, right? But right. that is the state of the economy they are in. If you look at the articles I printed, and because of course I did my research before I said anything, you know, I did my research and some of the articles are from various sources. And you will see that they are actually uh, doing very badly because they are, the whole economy is based on uh, uh, tourism and a, a large part to do with that, you know, which, which they cannot earn anything, you know. So, right. uh, so they, they are reaching out and, and they're desperate. <laughs> So when when this thing came about, I, I we were I had something in mind and and it managed to work out. I managed to get the help of the um, Ministry of Health, of course. I went direct to them and and they came back and they were very keen. And there's a letter which um, it is just to show the credibility, like, you know, um, uh, hmm. who, who are we dealing with? Uh, I, I I will try to send it. If I don't know whether it can open in your mm. no, we, we uh, don't need to go through that at this point okay. in time. Okay. Perhaps uh, we can uh, we can open up to the the part, okay. those who are here with us on Zoom. Whether you have any uh, thoughts or questions you would like to um, find out a bit more, and then later we'll wrap up. Uh, we'll post your uh, your Facebook link into the video live stream uh, link so that those who are interested can then contact you directly and follow up from there. Um, that, that, that is uh, fine. Um, yeah. Uh, so, we... so perhaps uh, we can open up to everybody uh, whether you have any questions about the, the work that has been done. Do you all know what, what they are trying to do? Uh, what what they are, are they trying to send over are they trying to send over the ventilator or the oxygenator or what uh, do you have any questions <clears throat> uh, Subu, if i may just ask brother henry uh -huh. brother henry how yeah, much I, yeah how much does one of these uh, concentrators cost uh? okay um the indicative price because in us dollars and so on uh is one thousand sing dollars so of course um uh, we don't need uh, 1,000 from all donate donors, no. You know, I, I one sister who collected $10, you know, from, but she worked very hard from 50 of them, 50 of, I think, from Sri Ranka Ramaya, her, da, her Dharma group or something, you know. I was, I was so touched by it, you know. She, she's, and it's not the, it is a tabulating that she has to account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was very touched by that, such effort. Mm. So, um, I, I, did this, this, um, yeah, it's basically like that. So, um, but we're fortunate that the Ministry of uh, Foreign uh, Relations is helping as well. They're going to ship this thing as diplomatic cargo. Uh, uh, as in, as in, as in, from our MFA. No, uh, from Foreign Relations, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka foreign, okay. Yeah, like the foreign ministry, you know. I see. Uh, be because they know it's critical, so they want to give priority and clearance and, and tax and so on. So they, they want to make it a diplomatic cargo because it's urgently required. Okay. And, and and they got Sri Lanka Airlines uh, to ship it FOC. Oh, wow. Know? Yeah, That's that nice. helps a lot. So it doesn't dilute our money that we spend, you know. Right. Uh, That's very good. Okay. And uh, but only thing is they will ship in uh, lots because the, because of the pandemic, uh, the number of flights may be reduced. So they have to uh, break up the lots. You know, uh, it's quite big. Uh, it's carton you saw, and then talking about now hundred and uh, uh, fifty. 
and uh, I think we just crossed 150 slightly. So I will increase to probably 175. They actually need 250 for all the hospitals, but okay. uh, but look, I you know it's quite taxing to do this. So I, yeah. I do the best I can. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's about responsibility and accountability, you know, it's not collecting money. You know? Collecting money is easy, yeah. collect and forget, you know, <laughs> it's not something that I want to do. Uh. So I have to uh, keep track. So if any of you decide to uh, do a contribution, please mention your name and contact. So easy for me, so I don't feel the pressure yeah. to figure out who this person yeah. is. <laughs> please, please don't do anonymous <laughs> donation. <laughs> uh, but if you want to be anonymous, you can, you say, don't put yeah. my name, can. But, yeah. you, but you must let me know who you are, so at least I don't try to figure out and then write my brain, wait, which yeah. is it from, you know? Don't go and track down Henry Bay's house, <laughs> then go and drop one, <clears throat> one ang pao inside there and then run <laughs> off. <laughs> no, it's about responsibility, mm. that's all, you yes, know? Yes. Because some donors may not know, may not know that they didn't give me the information and wondering why I never report back. And uh, that is what I don't want, I do not yes, want to yes. experience. You know? uh, I, I have a question myself. Uh, as I've heard, uh, Wing Fi of Buddhist Library has also collab, uh, worked like uh, given some airtime on this. Yeah. So uh, maybe you can share with us in brief how was the collaboration like when you're like how did Buddhist Library um, uh, did they just similarly give some airtime mm. and then point the donors to you or do, did they consolidate and then send it to you or, or something? How, how did they do okay. it? And, and also, because Bhante is now in Sri Lanka, uh, did they have Bhante over there to like, you know, work with your uh, people on the ground um, hmm. to give visibility and things like that? Okay. Um, um, the situation is a cop uh, societies cannot make donation in right. Singapore overseas. You know, yes. that's one of the limitations. So, yes. this library or... Uh, others cannot. So Correct. individuals can. And so yeah. this has Maybe to be in the, yeah. I, if I don't recall wrongly, under the COC regulations, uh, if we do overseas contribution, I think it, it, there's a very tight cap yeah. as to how much we can actually raise uh, as a percentage of the whole year's uh, yeah. collection. Yeah. yeah, it's very complicated. So yes, most yes. times uh, individuals like myself, we will do this thing. And uh, what how we find it was... Uh, uh, BL has got mm. quite quite a strong uh, support base among its uh, you know members, and that's so they, they will help on the individual basis. So like uh, I'm not sure if uh, Sister Shomi is uh, in BL, but she she, she is being a uh, angel or in. Uh, Bodhisattva, maybe, don't say angel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say I was going to say that in Mahayana we say Bodhisattva, you know. No but, Mahayana lah in Buddhist tradition lah. Pali text also have Bodhisattva. <laughs> Thank you, Bhante, for the correction. <laughs> but but indeed, you know, she came in and helped, and she's been great, you know. And then through her, there are the BLs also. So I think there is a, uh, it's like multi-level marketing a bit, you know. So they, they don't have they have their their network. So this network works in mysterious ways because because I'm getting no, 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 not not mysterious in Buddhism, nothing mysterious. <laughs> right, Bhante, I'll tell you. Thank, uh, thank you for the correction. <laughs> But but it, it, it's working, so we're getting uh, support from uh, some are small but meaningful. It's hard earned, you know, uh, savings, and, and right. some are bigger. So we are very happy, and, and uh, we also have two corporates. Uh, so so uh, so are we saying that uh, if I understand you correctly, uh, what I've heard is the Buddhist library they uh, they they seem to have consolidated through uh, Shomei. 
Shomei, uh, Karen, yeah, and Karen. Karen I, 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 I'm not familiar how many uh, troopers she has below her, but I, I, it's coming in, so it's working in Buddhist library. Okay, uh, okay. Buddhist fellowship has pledged, you know, 10, and any uh, more, they'll let me know. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, and there are, uh, uh, as I say, it's not, it's not a, uh, from the society, it's from members, so... Uh, I noticed rang, that. I noticed, so. I noticed some of the, the sets with BLIA. Oh, yeah. Because those are actually, uh, from the those photos that I have, is because it's from India, the delivery progress. The BIA was delivered together IBC in, in, in India also did the description for Suchi, the BIA, oh. Buddhist Light, right? So yeah. they, they are they are the Buddhist same. Light is not Suchi. Buddhist Light is Fokongshan. Oh, sorry, Fokongshan, my, my mistake, Fokongshan. <laughs> they, they, they did it for Fokongshan and they did it for Suchi as well. Okay. Because so, uh, so my question is, um, they would have um it is probably from uh Fokongshan members, but not from the society itself, right? Oh, that I don't know because I for for the IBC. Um, um, yeah, I, I, but the reason why I'm asking this is because there may be some students who would rather that like let's say our group consolidate and then send as a like having someone as a Singapore contact from our side and then to consolidate and like what Karen is doing for BBL. Then I better that way. It's better that way. Uh, yeah. Because oh. if, if somebody in our group consolidate, then it helps yeah. me because I will not know the individual name and the expectations and such, you know. Yeah. So I otherwise I, I you would, have to handle uh, this this yeah, then this I try hard. from there, that auntie from there. Yeah. And, and part of the time I'm trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. Uh, so it's better normally for groups like uh Sri Lanka Ramaya, then uh, this sister would do the consolidation among her Dharma friends there, mm. you know. Okay. So, so I think I think suffice to say that there will be those of us who are keen, uh, but we are, we will still leave your link on the video page. Those who would like to go direct, please go ahead. Uh, we'll post into our own private chat uh, for those who are keen to um, to come together and then consolidate, and we'll have someone from our side, yeah, to put to to account for the donations, and then. To dispatch it out to your site. Uh, that's fine. Actually, uh, it, it's ideal if your group of uh, Dharma uh, supporters do it as a um, from a representative in the group who mm. I can liaise with, and then I update the progress because uh, not everybody through, use Facebook. Yeah, through yeah, that yeah. person, and we yeah. will then update uh, everybody on a weekly yeah, basis WhatsApp, or something. Yeah. And and uh, <clears throat> don't worry about the amount because you know uh, this is a practice, right? It's our practice and. Uh, it, it will help our practice, our meditation and such because dam, uh, dana is a very critical part of the whole practice. And um, uh, the intention is more important. So it's not the amount that why I'm doing this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so it's intention that you put aspiration, even $10 also pun bole, you know, because as long as that uh, that that, that uh, inspiration you have, the aspiration yes, is yes. Yeah, more yeah. important than anything else. So I'm a facilitator only. And so yes. whoever helps me, help me to facilitate. And I, I really, really can and appreciate. Okay. So one last question before we wrap up. Uh, <clears throat> is there a closing? Or oh, actually two questions. <laughs> is there okay. a closing for, for uh, doing the consolidation? Um, yeah. Um, this past week was the main drive. 
Although I said that a bit earlier because until I get confirmation. Yeah, so, so I'm talking maybe another week or so. Oh, that's I, quite tight. Uh, actually, very fast eh, because um, mm. most so, of the units happen so in one week. we are yeah. looking at the, the next one week. No, actually, okay, what happened is this. How I fit in this whole thing is I buy the units first. Uh -huh. So once I get estimate, I'll place a unit ahead like India before uh, I get okay. donors. And okay. whatever is left, I will done out the rest. So oh. that's my that's how I work. So that that would not uh, uh people who take some time and so and their friends. So oh. I I, I okay, would then, do that. Yeah. That brings us yeah. to my second question. Let me play the <coughs> the devil's advocate. Yeah, please, yeah, yeah. And ask the difficult question. Uh do you get a cut from any of this? No. Uh, no. So I, I, I purposely asked this question uh, yeah, not please. because yeah. I don't trust Henry. I trust Henry. But I want to ask because <laughs> yeah. uh, among those who are present, maybe they don't have this question. But those who watch the video may like, hey, I don't know this yeah. Henry. Like, is Henry getting a cut? Hey, how about Sifu? Is Sifu getting a cut? Am I getting a cut? The, the only cut is the comic cut. <laughs> Good or bad, it comes. <laughs> yeah. So, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu to yeah. Henry's uh, uh, selfless effort in this. Uh, he's not, he's, uh, he's a pure volunteer in this case. Uh, so, spending his time and in cases where funds are insufficient, he's topping up with his own money uh, and then doing all the liaison co collaboration. Uh, so, Sadhu Sadhu for his efforts and thank you for coming online today to share with us. I hope uh, we have managed to cover um, all the points so that we can all understand what he's doing. Yeah, And uh, those who are keen to support uh, can have two options. One, to keep a lookout for the link for his uh, personal page. You can go direct to Henry. Uh, two, we'll have uh, one of the members help to do consolidation. Uh, and then we will send over to Henry. And through that, then he will keep us posted on the progress. Oh, so very good. Sadu, sadu, sadu. Thank you, Bhante. I appreciate it very much. You know, um, th okay. there's so much joy. Yeah, yeah. There's so much... Oh, okay, okay. So there's so much joy from doing this. So it's, it's not uh, work or dukkha, yeah. you know. It's yes. a lot of sukha. It's a lot of sukha. Very good. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very much. Oh, yeah. I'd like to uh, make a special dedication uh, to my auntie, uh, the late Akim. Uh, today was the funeral and they have gone off earlier on for the cremation. Yeah, but because I have class in the morning and SGC, so I was not able to be there. I'd like to extend dedication to Akim. Uh, may she have the conditions for a happy rebirth, a rebirth in pure land. May she come in contact with the triple gem and continue to learn and practice the Buddha Dharma and in due time attain the final liberation. Further extend dedication to my uncle uh, and my cousin uh, Ivan. May they be strong. May they find strength in the triple gem. Uh, may they be able to get all the support they, they need to go through this difficult time. Sadu, sadu, sadu.
Let's rise and pay respects to the Buddha.